podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Bounce forward with Comcast Business. Help your business bounce forward today with this amazing offer. For a limited time, ask how to get a $500 prepaid card. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go online today to learn more. Comcast Business. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business customers only. Call for restrictions and complete details. These days, we're all getting more screen time, which means we're also getting more blue light exposure than ever before. Too much blue light can make your eyes feel tired, dry, or blurry. It can also affect your sleep. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at Zenni.com. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. What Manchester? Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. That's in my head like shampoo. If I let my squad might dangle back. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Ready! Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. The latest edition of the Mugger podcast. And we've got the usual suspects here, man. I'm going to go for everyone one by one. Sebi, what's going on, my bro? What's good, bro? What's good, bro? Just here, you know. The agenda's about to get, you know, where, but yeah, man, I'm here. Let me not talk too much, man. Let me not talk too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into it in a sec, and we'll get into it in a sec. Mm. Tell me what's going on. You woke up angry today, man. I saw your tweet. 8 a.m. You were tweeting. What's going on? A little better now, still, but I was mad this morning, bro. I went to bed early as well. I was sleeping at 11 o'clock, bro. Last night rattled the fuck out of me, but I'm here today, bro. I've got a lot to say, so. Jeez, get all of your therapy, your therapy, my guy. Talking is therapy, innit? We'll get into it, though. Elijah, you got, you got the. 
you got Martial and Rashford at the background. So what's going on? We'll talk about them too. How are you feeling, my guy? Of course, of course, so good. It's still 9 a.m. <laughs> it's still 9 a.m., but you know. <laughs> you never said I'm with confidence, G. <laughs> it's still 9 a.m., but you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying. <laughs> hey, what can I say, bro? What can I say? Uh, he's back in his man, Tony. Okay, and last but not least, Stevie, what's going on, my guy? Yeah, what's happening, man? My first time on, I've got a lot to say. You know what? I just bought. Um, a classic United 94 kit, Cantona on the back. It arrived today. I'm about to chuck that stuff in the bin, man. I'm I'm furious. Jeez. <laughs> Stevie just coming in like that, and he's let them know he's here and he's mad. Okay. All right, we'll get we'll get into the main pod uh, in a sec, man. But I just got to do a little few little shout outs. So first and foremost, I want to big up our Discord community. We're nearly at a thousand members. And remember, it's free to join. It's free to join us to go through live commentary during the match day. So please join us. Morgat is the second biggest group in the Touchline Fracker group, right behind Tachiguna. So please join us. Let's get our numbers up. A uh, little change to what we do normally. So now the audio will be coming out Tuesday morning as normal. But the visuals, if you're one of our visual listeners or visual watchers, I should say, it's going to come out on Wednesdays from here on in. So it's a little change to normal. And last but not least, our Patreon continues to grow and we've got more content coming and we've got a little joint pod that we did uh, with uh, Liverpool. So, Copping Frackers. So, that's coming up this week. So, if you're interested, please consider joining our Patreon. Okay, that said, we can get into what we really want to talk about. We want to talk about yesterday's game. Yesterday's game was a 2-1 defeat to Sevilla in the Europa League semi-final. Oof. So it's gonna be a sticky one, but yeah. First, let's let's go with Timmy, man. Timmy was tweeting at eight a.m. So yeah, Timmy, what did you think about yesterday's game? Fam, it's Oli out, bro. I know I've been saying it's Oli out, but it's still Oli out, bro. Um, I don't really blame him too much for yesterday's loss, apart from the guy decided not to make no substitutions till the eighty-sixth minute. How that makes sense, I don't know, but whatever. Um. <clears throat> But we let ourselves down yesterday because I feel like yesterday was one of our better performances as a team this season. And um, for us to lose 2-1 against a severe team that I think on the night we were comfortably better than, it uh, definitely hurts. Uh, I don't, I don't want to point any fingers at the moment. We're going to get into it um, as we go along. But yeah, it was, it was a sour one to take. I mean, especially after the start we made, Bruno scored a fantastic penalty. Um, and we think, yeah, like, just go from strength to strength. But, you know, the fact that we're seen as this menacing counter-attacking team and some of the best goals that we've scored this season has been on the counter-attack. Yesterday, the amount of counter-attacking opportunities we had that we ruined was was crazy, man. Like, it was crazy. Um Bro, I was vexed this morning when I woke up. Like, like I said, I went to bed early, bro. Eleven o'clock, I went to sleep. Bro, I was, I was sad. I was actually sad because, <clears throat> you know, I thought Europe was in reach, and to get to three semi-finals and lose three semi-finals, like some might say, oh, like we're getting closer and closer. Like, it, like it's con- consistently in the latter stages and that. But to me, that's bullshit because once third was wrapped up, we had a week off. In fact, we had more than a week off because we had to play flipping Lask in the second leg. 
where none of the big boys should have played at all, right? So we should have had a good two weeks to rest and be ready for Copenhagen, who we beat, and then Sevilla, who we should have beat. And, um, brother, it's just sad, man, that our season's ended this way because a lot of players that could have held their head, head high over the season didn't turn up last night. And it's a shame. Obviously, going to shout out my boy Pogba because he put in a clinic, fam. No, that's my guy. Obviously, he gets a lot of criticism. He gets a lot of criticism, but yesterday he didn't hide. He was the best player on the pitch by a mile. He was the best player on the pitch by a mile, and he deserved better than that yesterday. But here's what it is. We move, man. We move. Gee, just above you, man. Sebi's shaking his head like he wants to say something. What, 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 what did Timmy say right now he didn't like? And what was your perspective on yesterday's game? In Jesus' name, no more cap, man. Fucking hell, Pogba. <laughs> Hold on, your hey. agenda is with Martial. No, nah, but Leave I need to be truthful. I need to be truthful. I need to be truthful. Name out of it. Please. Basically, Pogba was rubbish in the first half, oh and in the second half, he stepped it up. Second half, he stepped it up. And to be fair, I was getting ready on this podcast to blast him. However, there was a period of maybe twenty-five minutes where I say, "Yeah, Pogba was the best player on the pitch." Other than that. Um, for me, Benego was playing better than him. Um, and in the first half, Fred played better than him. And Fred wasn't even too good. Fred won the ball back on several occasions and done his job better than Pogba in the first half. And that hurts me to say because I'm not a friend, Fred fan. I hate, I hate Fred. But that, 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 that was literally, um, that, that was it. And then um, in regards to, you know, the rest of the, the players, you know, Fam, Wambasaka in Europe. I don't know if this is going to be an ongoing thing. I don't know if it was just a poor game, but I need to keep an eye on that. He wasn't really, he wasn't good yesterday. Um, he did get himself into the game into the second half, well, in the second half. Um, but the first maybe 30 minutes, he looked atrocious. Probably one of the worst games I've seen him play. Brandon Williams, you know, he's here. Um, you know, Manchester kid, for the, he's just here for the vibes. Um, and just to add, you know, homegrown talent and whatever, um, he was he was bang average. In fact, he was rubbish. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Actually, no. Nah, let me be uh, truthful. What um, bumps Brandon Williams is that he got the early yellow card. So he's a he's a very aggressive player. He likes to commit. He likes to go f- uh, full on and you know make uh, tackles early. But he wasn't able to do that after the yellow card. He didn't want to get sent off, which he wasn't really well. I don't know if it was a yellow card because he slipped, but yeah, whatever. Um, Maguire, Lindelof, they were um, rubbish. Um, and Bruno, rubbish. Rashford, rubbish. Greenwood was okay. I liked Greenwood holding up the ball um, and um, he was trying. He looked a bit more physical, should have scored. Martial, rubbish. Um, should, should have put the game away. Um, yeah, I don't know what he was thinking yesterday. Um, yeah, maybe we need to take that nine shirt away again, man. Because, uh, yeah, maybe he might give him the kick up the arse that he needs to. Sevi's trying to cook the whole team. He don't want no team left. Um, this, this guy called about seven guys rubbish, and I'm here saying that it was one of our better performances this season. So, which, which, one, which one is it? Which one is it? I want to know. We'll get into it in a sec, man. Steve, I thought you holding your head in 
in disbelief at the end of Sebi's run. So what's going on? What are you feeling about your Yeah, in disarray, man. We can't be we can't be getting on to Marshall after one one topsy turvy performance. You know what with Marshall, obviously he had the chances. I know we're gonna get into that. Um he should have finished them. Um, but he's done the business over the course of the season for us. So one bad game, I feel like we can allow him. I think I think there were a lot of players who were dead on the night, but for me the midfield was solid. Um and Marshall came out of that with not not in glory, but at least he was getting in positions. Rashford on the other hand, he looks like he's forgotten how to play football again. Wow. Um but it just like to me, yeah, the the end of this season has absolutely crashed and burned. Like it's Three semi-finals we've got into. Anytime it's crunch time, we've we've, we've struggled. Like we can't handle the pressure in um, in the Premier League. When it was time for us to sort of leapfrog Leicester or Chelsea at any point in the season, we crumbled again. So there's 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 clearly a mentality thing there. And then also, I mean, in January, yeah, people were praising um, the signings we we'd made saying that Solskjaer should be our director of football because he's so astute in the, in the transfer window. But, yo, like, it's every... How many seasons are we going to make this same mistake with the players we're buying, yeah? 80 million on Maguire, I don't even need to get into that. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Dan James, 16 million. I wouldn't even pay um, 16K for him at the minute. And then, um, bloody... Juan Bissaka, yeah? For all the praise that this guy's defending, yeah? We're not playing Premier League football in 0405 anymore like how long are we gonna have to live with this guy not being able to go up and down the pitch do you know what i mean he's 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 not a footballer he's just he's just a battering ram so i think our signings again have been shocking and now it looks like luke shaw who wasn't even playing is our best defender out of that back four and De Gea, and he's not even good so we need a whole new defense on top of the attacking reinforcements we need it's going to be a long season for us next season. Do you know what I mean? Jeez. And two signings, well, one signing that was made before Oli's time is Anthony Martial. And obviously, Elijah's repping him. What time is it, Elijah? What time is it? It stays 9 a.m., cuz. You better wake up. It stays 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Always. Okay. Let's get to the Martial thing. Let's get to the Martial thing. Okay. Three, one, what is it? Three one on ones he had yesterday? No, no conversion. Yep. And it's still 9 a.m. You sure, cuz? Always, always. I mean, uh, to be honest, like that was just a continuation of the game versus Copenhagen, where he had a few good one-on-ones and he either didn't shoot early enough or he just wasn't a good enough finish. His general play was... His general play was okay. I think... The one time he really shined in terms of dribbling was when he created that chance for the where I think it went back to Bruno and it got blocked. But um, he 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 done well in with the pen. I think that that um little drag bad that that he did for Rashford was really really nice. Um, in terms of hold, holding up the play, he he done okay. Um, yeah, it was just an okay performance. But at the end of the day. He's a striker, so like we said after the during the pod, um, after you faced Liverpool, where he missed the great chance that he had. If you miss those chances in the big moments, you can't you can't say that he he's played well, but he missed that chance. At the end of the day, we lost the game, and the reason why we didn't win the game was because of Martial, and he should have taken it away from us. 
like, I like said, we said before, Greenwood as well had a chance, but I mean, she's 18 and he had one chance. Martial, three good, three good chances, and he didn't convert one. And we could talk about the goalkeeping, but I mean, like Solskjaer always says, there's no such thing as good goalkeeping to just a bad finisher. I mean, it's harsh, but at, at the end of the day, as a as a United number nine, he needs to. Those are the moments where he needs to convert. And there's been a few times this season where he hasn't done it. So that Liverpool game, then and then there's, there's the Southampton one as well. He had two good chances. Well, the first one was a really good one. The second one, I mean, he got a bit gassed by the end of it and he just blazed over. So, I mean, it's just something which he needs to improve on. But we've seen a season of progression with Martial. And it's his first season number nine. So I do feel like as much as yesterday was frustrating and disappointing, people have been going a bit over top with saying it's time for like this this the reason why is it he isn't the number nine or why we need to sign up for I think there's more pressing areas that we need to focus on. And it's not like where it's not something like with where he's a player where I think he's just not good enough. And but right now there's more person there. I think he is good enough, and I think this season has shown that with the right piece around him, he he can do more than enough. But um, yeah, I mean it was disappointing yesterday because really and truly that is his bread and butter. That's what we have come to know Martial as the person who just slots it away when he gets the chance. So in the semi final, Europa League, and he doesn't do it. It's sad. So I've got, I've got a question here for, um, for Seb, man. Like I saw a tweet last week. Man United said, where is Martial FC? And Seb tweeted, I am here. Now he's rubbish. What's going on? Why do you turn, my guy? I trick y'all, man. I, I'm, I'm always lying. I always trick these people, man. These people think I'm Martial FC. My plan was always to take that Martial FC from the inside. <laughs> You know what I mean? Always to take my shirt and see from the inside, man. So for me, it just is what it is, man. This is my vibe. Like, I'm always going to be like this. And again, Marshall has proven me right, man. Um, yeah, didn't turn up in the big in the, in the big moments when we needed him. Atrocious. Atrocious. So what? What? Are you saying Marshall can't be our number nine? Yeah, man. Let's get Harry Kane in. Let's Harry Michael, let me tell you something, yeah. Let's Harry Kane in. Let me tell you something, bro. Because this is this me. has been making my blood boil all day, bro. All day. Why is it that Rashford stands and Martial stands have to pit both of them against each other? Mm. Yesterday, yesterday, they were both crap, right? Yeah, they yeah. were both crap. So right. Martial, Martial's Overall general play was good, but he missed three one-on-ones. Crap. I don't care. Crap. Do you know what I mean? Get out of here. Rashford was awful for the whole game, right? But everyone seems to think, like, because Rashford has a bad game, that he ain't carried us all season. He hasn't. Mm. He has. Wait there. Let me, let me finish. Rashford been carrying man up until his injury, and then Bruno came and released Martial. What part of the season did Martial carry anyone? Where was he carrying us? Martial did not carry us at all. So mm. none of that talk. Mm. Rashford, Rashford been carrying us. Bro, listen, I'm just going to give you the facts. Rashford mm-hmm. carried us until his injury. Fact. In our, mm. 
I don't want to say our tough, in our toughest games post-lockdown, but in the games where we needed a bit more post-lockdown, Martial and Rashford both came up trumps. It wasn't just Martial, right? Rashford, we voted Rashford last week our player of the season. Yeah. Right? But He's been our best player this season. What I hate is the fact that when he has a bad game, everyone's like, oh, Rashford's regressing. Rashford's not as good as we think he is. Rashford's shit. Rashford, this, and, this, and it always comes from the Martial fans, bro. But then when Martial's mm. doing bad and people want to start saying, when Martial's playing shit or missing um, easy chances and people want to start saying, oh, that's why you should have kept Lukaku. They're so quick, so quick mm-hmm. to, talk about, to talk about all Lukaku's misses. Oh, whoa, no, Martial's general play is so much better than this and this and that, bro. Just leave it, bro. If a man has a bad game, say he had a bad game. Don't deflect his bad game onto Rashford. Oh, but Rashford was so much worse than Martial. So fucking what? Martial missed three chances. We actually go through if Martial scores one chance. We go through if Martial scores one chance. So the result is actually on him. I don't care how well he played. The result is actually on him. Rashford didn't do nothing for Rashford didn't do nothing for the whole game, but we know that. We we get to Rashford. Rashford was shit. Mm. I ain't gonna sit here and be like, oh, Rashford was great. Martial had a better game than Rashford. However, deci- when it comes time to be decisive, Rashford was indecisive. Uh, Martial was indecisive, bruv. Three one on ones. You do not miss. And he had two within three minutes of each other. Mm. And he missed both. Yeah, so bro. the Martial fans, I don't want to hear no Rashford this. Rashford fans, I don't want to hear no Martial this. And those are always turning your back on Rashford when he has a bad game. Relax, bruv, because we see it all. Don't come back when he starts carrying us again. Please don't come back. Because yeah, that boy you'll shouldered find a, a serious load. Bro, yeah, that yeah. boy shouldered a serious load and his back hurts, bruv. His back been hurting. That's why well, he was out for six months, bruv. He got bruv. injured, did he? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> bruv, Rashford was shit yesterday, yes, but I'm not going to sit here and let man just run Rashford into the ground just to make Martial look better. Because at the end of the day, Martial puts one chance away and we go through. That's the end it's of it. Simple. Facts. And, and that, sorry, just to, just to compound on that, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's the... Sir, one second. Yeah, that's my point, yeah. The reason why I'm on Martial so much is because the Martial fans never acknowledge his bad games. So, and then they try to show, uh, they try to brush off his bad games and then deflect onto Rashford. And Rashford, especially online, doesn't have that many fans. So, because he ain't got that many fans, the, the agenda will just be like, oh, Rashford, shit. Rashford did this, Rashford did that, Rashford did this, Rashford did that. And I'm just thinking, fam, are you guys going to fully ignore everything that other players are doing? It's like, mm. it's like Martial is like a super fan's favourite. So, for me, I made it like my personal quest to be a contrarian, <sighs> innit? I, gotta be, I have to oppose that. I have to oppose what's going on there. So, yeah, man. Uh, but you see okay, yeah, Stevie Gola, to see you itching to talk, go, my guy. Yeah, no, 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 because I, I hear, I hear the guys. Yeah, sometimes I feel like we're too hard on Rashford. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a rawer player than, than Martial. So when it don't come off for him, sometimes it looks like, like, what is he doing? But we do have to address like We've got to call a spade a spade. Like the performance from Rashford yesterday was, was truly zero out of 10 like he couldn't even control the football and my thing is yeah I I hear it it's fair if Rashford's been poor over 90 minutes but since the restart Rashford has been Rashford has been damn near abysmal do you know what I mean since the restart I think he's 
I can't remember how many goals he scored, but it must be one or two. And I'm sure one of them was a penalty that um, Fernandez handed over to him. So I think we do have to address like his performance since the restart because it's been very poor. And we can't just let that. We can't just let that slide. Do you know what I mean? Like the guy, the guy has been below the level, and I think this is why people get frustrated with Rashford because he'll have hot spells in hot bursts where he'll go hot for a period and then he'll go cold for a long period of extended time as well. And I think if he's going to be a top player at a club, it's got to be the whole season he's got to perform it for. And this has been about a stretch of 10 games or near enough 10 games where the guy's just not been at the level required for a Man United player. There's well, no to be difference. fair, he just, he just come back off a six-month injury. If we're, if we're, ah, yeah. um, definitely even... It was, right, six it was six months. months. It was five or six months, either way. Like he was, he was on, out he in was, January. He was out in January. In June. He started playing yeah, exactly. So at uh, five months, whatever. Like I don't know. I feel like context is not applied when it comes to Rashford. Mm. Like there is zero context. In fact, yeah, it happened mm. to Martial as well. Especially when Jose Mourinho was there, there was no context applied applied to Martial. But when it comes to Rashford, there is zero. It's just that you have to do this, you have to do that because of this. These players are not robotic, man. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work like that, to be honest. Nah, and sometimes, up, sometimes man. it's also down to the manager, bro. Like if you can see that Rashford's struggling a bit, take him off earlier, or better yet, don't start him in the Wait, game. Wait, he where come off the last like... game. He come off the last game no. injured. No, I'm um, just saying he come off against. Come off injured. Yeah. That's yeah, why I, didn't come he, on. I thought he came off because he wasn't playing well. Too. No, he come off injured. I can't remember. Are you trying to think they rushed him back? I can't remember that he was injured, innit? But I know no, he, he came was. off. Go check it. Lingard, come on, because he was injured. Yeah, no, I know he came off, but I thought he came off because he wasn't playing well. And plus, didn't he get? Um, when did he get taken off? An extra time, no? No, he got taken off just before the end, but I think... Oh, like, just before yeah, the end, okay. Yeah, something happened, and then he, come, he was on the floor, and then Lingard, come on. Either way, bruv, it's down to your manager to to see these things and understand these things. And it's obviously a testament to how much he doesn't trust trust the bench. Like, for me, Matter would have been nice to start yesterday. I think he does quite well in Europe. Normally, he's playing with a second string or whatever, but he tends to do quite well in Europe. So if you think, oh, Rashi ain't, ain't playing too well at the moment. Like, I know it's a semi-final, but you've got to make these big decisions as the manager. And Oli's not helping himself. He's overplaying Rashford. He's definitely overplaying Rashford because... I don't want to say that Rashford don't look fit because he does look fit, but his form has dipped. And it's okay to address that his form has dipped, right? It's okay to address mm. that his form has dipped. But A, you need context, and B, you need to remember the guy that's that been carrying us, bro. Do you know what mm, I mean? Mm, 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 the, the, man mm. that's put the, team on, the man that's put the team on his back. And I feel like the criticism that Rashford gets and the criticism that Martial gets is ridiculous. Because if the Lord knows if Lukaku missed those three chances yesterday for Man United, he would have been crucified. Yeah, he would right. have been absolutely crucified. But with Martial, it's like, oh, yeah, we know Martial should score, but his general play was good. Bro, I don't give a fuck, bro. I want my striker to score goals. That's what I was trying to tell these men before. I want my striker to score goals. I don't, I don't mm. want my striker to do, to do, um, do a familiar. You know, I don't care how well he plays. You know what I mean? I don't care how well you play. I want you to score goals, bro. You have three one-on-ones, bro. And then, you had an, and then you had a very good chance as well. He had four great chances yesterday. He didn't score one. It was ridiculous, bro. It was okay. a, actually ridiculous. And I'm just... Um, nah, I saw, um, I saw the pain, man. I saw, I saw the anger. Maybe, 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 I thought you said you are feeling better, come. 
Bruv, I'm, 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 back to, I'm back to just thinking about, bruv, I just want consistency, bro. I just want these men to no, be no, consistent, bruv. I hate the way they run Rash into the ground and just allow Martial, bruv. I hate it, bruv. Elijah's backing both of them, though. Elijah's got a picture of, of the duo up top, so you're backing both of them. Elijah, what did, what did you think about Martial's performance? I'm obviously touching on Rashford, too. I mean, I already commented on Martial's performance. He, he, like I said, the general player was okay, but he missed the chances, so it doesn't really matter at all. Like, that's it. Like I said it before, he's this part, that least two game season where he's played, he's done okay, and he's missed big chances, and, and we've not won the game. And it's like this was the third time, and this was the third time it properly, properly cost us. Because versus Liverpool, like it was just a league game or whatever. Southampton, we, we lost in the last minute, and to be fair, Marshall and Russia played well yesterday. That was the time to be decisive and clinical. But I mean. I feel like Martial does get his fair share of crit of criticism. I think what happens is he has a massive fan club which combats that. I think with Rashford, it's weird because when he's playing badly and it, it, it people, I, I think with Martial, people see they can see that he is at an actual. They see they to them they see he's an actual talent and like he's got nice football and stuff like that with Rashford because when he plays bad he he looks so um unpolished and raw people question how talented he is which is ridiculous in the first place like he's like for me I think his post-lockdown form has been over exaggerated as well I feel like he's playing a different role because of who he's playing with and who he has behind him so with with the way we're, we're playing with Greek Greenwood and Martial, we can't have just one person trying to create. And I feel like with Rashford, he's taken it upon himself to play in the deeper areas and and to try to make passes into Martial and into runners or make passes onto Greenwood. Because we, we saw it versus Leicester, he was very deep and there was one pass he played over the top to Greenwood, which um which, which, which almost put him in. And we've we've seen that a lot of Russia this post lockdown. So I feel like I feel like recently he has been poor, but I feel like before that he was just playing differently, and he wasn't he wasn't like he wasn't like committing his man. He wasn't like going straight at it. And maybe that's a maybe that's something to do with injury and stuff like that. But I feel like he hasn't been as bad as people have said. But I feel like yesterday he was absolutely terrible, and nothing was working working for him. And I feel like. Especially, especially for the first goal, I feel like sometimes his petulance can get the the better of him. Like the first goal, it shouldn't have been a thrown to Sevilla, but he's too busy complaining and he's turned his back to play. And like Sevilla start play on his on his, on his side of the pitch, and then they're able to pass it around and eventually get 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 to the side which they score on, which they score from. Which if 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 Rafa was facing play and was able to press maybe they don't play as easily as, as they should. And even for the second goal, I feel like this thing where Solskjaer allows the allows Rashford and Greenwood just to not track back as much, it really hinders us, especially when we're facing a team like Sevilla where their full-backs are, what, are their main wide out, outlet. So if if you're going to allow them to like stay up the pitch, we need to be more co- compact. and like Because the amount of space Fred and Pogba had to cover yesterday, was ridiculous. Like it was ridiculous how much space was in mid- midfield, and then the fact that 
Bruno's not there helping as well. Like, it's just so much work that they have to do and sometimes they can't get across. So at the end of the day, as, as badly as Wan-Bissaka and Williams play, they are hung out to dry time and time again because they're constantly being got out with 2v1s. And it's either, have, it's, it's either they get a 2v1 or, or, or the centre midfield has to come out and help them. And, and then the whole team is just out, out of shape. But, uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, Rashford, I, I, don't, I, feel, I feel like it's... I, feel, I, I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand how people can look at him and not see that he is an incredible talent, really. And p- him playing badly and the bad form he has, it just, like, it just needs to be put into a context of the fact that he's come back from a bad injury. He has had, he had, he had a great season coming up. And the fact is, is that the, the, the reason why that Rashford has such a great season is the fact that he was doing it in a team which was fucking horrendous. Like, the team he was playing with were Pereira and like Fred and McTominay. Like that, that, that's a whole different midfield to what we had before. And then he had the Marshall that just come back from injury wasn't firing. James, who was awful. So the fact that he was carrying us on, us, on his back at the time is such an amazing achievement. And I feel like he is... Like the the change on Rashford has been weird because I've, I've I thought that after that form people would actually give him a bit of like a, a, a bit of space to to grow or like just like to just to be a bit inconsistent because he's still what he's about to turn twenty three so now's the time where you're expecting a bit more consistency but I yeah I find I find the Rashford thing so weird I, I think with Martial I think with the amount of supports he gets and the comparisons, the expectations are expected. So whenever he doesn't meet them, this is how people people are are, are going, going to react to be honest, because the type of talent he is, what like the fans he has and what people say about him, if it, if he doesn't perform, he's gonna get it. With Rashford, I feel like it, it doesn't make any sense to put the kind of pressure they do on him when he when he doesn't play well. I feel like it's just ridiculous that to to a point. Really? Yeah, it is. I guess at the start of the season, he was a talisman, isn't it? As you rightly say, he was the guy we're yeah. looking to to score the goals. And then when you see him putting a performance which is so below par, it's like, right, at one point we relied yeah. on him. Now you're coming out of a complete sinker. I mean, that's what gets people up their backs. So I think you make a fair point, i.e. they're not covering the fullbacks. And we saw the second goal, one of our fullbacks, Arawan Basaka, between him and Lindelof, they let uh, what a Luke, what a Luke de Jong, this guy that couldn't even get a game. Yeah, is scoring a goal unmarked in the six-yard box. What, Stevie? What was your opinion on that second goal, man? Let's get into it. Yeah, man, it's just it's head loss. It's head loss um, all around that whole defense. Um, I think for me, this um, playing Brandon Williams at at left back. It's not. It's not really working for me. He's aggressive. He's young. I, I, so I can't rub him out as a player currently. But I think playing a, a, a right-footed player at left back is not working for us. And you see, it, like the amount of crosses that are allowed to go past him. Um, and I think it must be something to do with him leading with his um, his, his stronger foot, which is not the right foot for that side. Um, so the, the the mistake starts from there. He's allowing far too many crosses to go in, and then. Between Lindelof and Aaron Wan-Bissaka is, is an absolute mess. Lindelof here, we've signed him for, 
I think it was 30 million from by Jose Mourinho. You would have thought a Jose Mourinho defender would have been solid. But this guy, he's just, it's characteristic of him. Every so often, he'll make a mistake. And it's almost reminiscent of when we had them like shady defenders every now and then they'd make a mistake from Laurent Blanc to Sylvester to, to Jones. You know what I mean? And this guy, he's not cutting the mustard. Um, and every now and then he's got a howler in him. So he's, he's definitely, definitely got to be replaced. I can't see the difference between him and Maguire, to be honest. And then Wan-Bissaka, I'm going to put it down to tiredness, just not being alert. He was poor yesterday, but defensively he's normally astute. But once Lindelof, you can see the danger. Aaron Wan-Bissaka is behind him. You can see the danger. You've got to go address it. And by the time De Jong scores the goal, he's about three yards ahead of Wan-Bissaka. And when he made his movement, they were level. So Wan-Bissaka's got to be at least chasing in with him. Um, and he hasn't. And it's just it's poor defending all around, man. At the top level, like semi-final, when it's Europa League and it's European competition, like you've got to be on the money. And offensively, we weren't. And then defensively, we weren't as well. And that's why we've gone out, man. It's a crazy thing because that's Europa League semi-final. We're in the Champions League next year, and we've got aspirations to do well in that competition. Toby, <laughs> what did what did you think about the defending, particularly for the second goal? You, you, who's more at fault, Lindelof or Aaron Wan-Bissaka? Um, do you know what? In that in that case, yeah. Regardless, I'm always gonna blame Lindelof. The reason why I'm gonna blame Lindelof is because he's the centre back. I expect my centre back to always take. Uh, responsibility of anything like that. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that should definitely be um, his role. Uh, but as kind of Steve said, like usually Wan-Bissaka is, 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 is great defensively, but I feel like overall, like he kind of had a poor game. As I said like earlier, he did pick it up, but I feel like it was kind of, um, yeah, I think that kind of like topped his game off. He wasn't really that good. But yeah, I'll just say Lindelof because I just want my centre-back um, as one of the main leading positions on the pitch to take responsibility. So, yeah, unfortunately, they'll have to go on and off. There's more to working from home than emails. So you need Wi-Fi with reliable speed, the most in-home coverage, and built-in security. You need Xfinity XFi. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Timmy. Timmy, what, what, what did you think about that? What did you think about that goal, man? A poor goal to concede. A, a ball comes into the box. Lindelof is almost scared to touch it. Aaron Basaka nowhere to be seen. What's going on there, man? I, I thought they talk about our defensive oh. rebels. They talk about. I've been saying. Listen, goals. there's only one person who you can blame for that, and that's Harry Maguire, bro. Like at the end of the day, Maguire should know the line, bro. He should, he should know what's going on behind him and he should be able to get these men into a position to flip in, clear the ball. And that's just it. There's no one else I'm blaming but Maguire, fam. I'm sorry. No, I, I can't have that. It, it, it's uh, you can't have that. That's the first time I've heard that. You always sitting there in silence. I was, I was saying what I was saying, thinking, I'm not even making no sense, bro. <laughs> That's outrageous. Nah, um, jokes aside, obviously, I think it's Lindelof's fault because he should attack the ball first. And he doesn't attack the ball. <clears throat> when, the, when the cross comes in, he should be attacking it, and he doesn't. Like If he jumps, he gets a head clear or something. He don't do nothing. He lets the ball go over his head. And that's a, um, a problem with Lindelof. He seems to do that a lot. 
Um, Wambasaka should be tighter to his man, probably. Wambasaka should he should see he should be able to see the danger and get there. But ultimately, I think it's more on Lindelof because as a defender, you don't let the ball go past you, bruv, When when you can take control of it yourself, so that's who I'm going to blame. Yeah, yeah, you, you. Do you know what's, do you know what's funny? You said that about Lindelof that the ball shouldn't go past him, right? How has Maguire not been blamed for that first goal? I'm not, I'm not quite, quite. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. Hmm? You know me, CEO of Maguire out, fam. Bro, I hate the guy. I but... cannot, <laughs> fam. That goal, I cannot because I've, I've seen top centre backs in that position. They, they're only concerned about that ball going across the six yard box. If it gets cut back, they, they will try and deal with it then. The fact is, is that Maguire has not looked to see what is behind him, so he has no idea if if um if um if um if um Williams yeah, has um got his man. So the fact that he doesn't know if Williams has his man and he's only concerned about a cutback, I don't get. It. Like cover cover the near post first because if that ball goes past your near, near post, you don't know what is behind you. I, yeah, and but bro, if the, if he gets the cutback, then guys essentially look, what's happened. Yeah, no, but, the, but, but, but the fact is that would you rather the chance that Suso gets or the chance that the, the, the other guy gets? I'd rather the chance that Suso gets, bro. No Especially way. If, you know why? If I'm a centre-back, I'd rather the chance that Suso gets because Maguire's banking on Williams doing his job and Williams ain't doing yeah, his but, job. But he But bro, as far as um, Maguire's concerned, Suso should be occupied. Yeah, but he has no idea. That's if why he cleared the front nah, close. Um, if I'm they hit- cut it back to the edge of the box, if they cut it back to the edge of the box and Maguire what? doesn't hasn't done what he's supposed to do, and Maguire nah, hasn't done what that- uh, sorry, and Maguire and Maguire hasn't um gone to close down the cutback. Me and they're scoring me? and we're blaming Maguire. Nah, me, I am definitely not blaming Maguire because I because Boy, I, I, I'm, I'm blaming him. him. Nah, no, because yeah, yeah, remember at the end of the day, normally in that position, you normally see your your DDM there, and Fred and Pogba were were all over the place because I'm stuck to decide to press. So fair enough. But normally, you see you see your DM there, and the, not uh, fam. I, I can't stand it when defenders let the ball go past them or, or, or when the ball's on on the ground. I can't stand it. It's it's my biggest pet peeve because I've seen for years, John. John Terry made a career out of that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't let that <coughs> go, go go past him like, like that because he knows if the ball goes past him, anything could, can happen. If it, like the thing is, the thing is that Maguire can actually see the other guy, so it's cool. He doesn't know what's behind what's behind him. Like, nah, that that goal pissed me off. Like, of course, of course, um, like one Basaka. And the Williams, yeah, they they were the poorest for that goal. But Maguire, that that to me just didn't sit sit, sit right with me. But and, and then for the second goal, I think that um, I think yeah, I think that's just symptomatic of Lindelof. To be honest, he he lets the ball go go over him, and like he just doesn't he he didn't look behind him once. And then I, I can't I don't even understand how Wan Bissaka just stopped. I, I don't even know why why he stopped. It doesn't even make sense. But yeah, it was for for both goals, just poor defending from both fullbacks, and then yeah, I'm just not too that yeah that first goal yeah just the defending for all 
from all of them for both goals was just not great. But I mean, that's just what we we come to accept this season. Like our defense mm. just it, it like I, I think that that's what was most disappointing about yesterday is the fact that most of the things that we already knew, like in terms of we aren't as well coached or we are not good mentally or that we're not good defensively. That's fine. It's the fact that we failed when we had the, the chances where the players that usually get us out of the hole, they were mm. just, they didn't perform. So it's just disappointing that, yeah, it, it, was, it was just disappointing. Like, no, no, yeah, I feel man. you. And the funniest thing was that even though Lindelof was at fault for that goal, as well as Aaron Rambasata, he still had Vim for Bruno. Bruno come to correct him That's and tell him off, and he had Vim for him. Like, what's what's all that? Like, how dare you talk back when you're at the wrong like that? What's going on? And do you know what? Do you know what? Do, do you know what? I mean, clearly, I know Lindelof knew he was at fault, but you're not gonna let a man just shout at you on, on the pitch like you're a bitch, though. So. I know he was just chatting West, but yeah, I mean that's fine. That 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 happens all the time, man. But it's actually good that yeah. I I mean, it's actually good that there's someone there going to shout at the the defenders because they were they 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 look shaky all game, man. And at the at the end of the day, shouldn't the captain be shouting? Shouldn't the captain Maguire? Shouldn't he be talking? Shouldn't he be like, "Come on, lads, that's not good enough." For eighty million, what are we getting, man? It's 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 he's sad, average, man. He's it's actually sad. Um, yeah, I, I I think like I was saying <sighs> earlier, yeah, it's three <laughs> semi-final losses. Yeah, we need some like we actually need some leaders on the pitch and at that club, and we've got one in Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, the other ten players, they're not like serial winners. They don't have the hunger or the drive in them. Like they're not getting angry enough at these at these losses. We need some. We need some. Like proper winners at this club, eighty million, yeah, and we've given him the captain's armband willy nilly. Like we should have waited at least to see how he fares before giving this guy the captain's armband. Now we're stuck with him and we're stuck starting with him because he's a captain and he's eighty million as well. It's that's shocking. What do you think, Bruno? Should get a captaincy next season? But I'd I'd definitely give Bruno the captaincy over over um, Harry Maguire because at least, at least <laughs> leading in performances he's delivering the stats and he's got the hunger and the drive I don't see anything that Maguire's doing personally that gives him the right to have captaincy over Bruno or any other player at that club I'm giving the captaincy to Rush nah um, <clears throat> as soon as soon as soon as Pogba signs that contract Send him that captain's armband, and if you're not giving it to him, play well first. And if you're not giving it to him, and if you're not giving it to him, then give it to Rashford, bro. Yeah, yeah. Why? Rashford's actually a leader. Rashford showed he was a leader on the pitch. He's getting there. He's getting. He showed he was a leader on the pitch. He's too early for him. He's too early for him. He's getting. I feel like I feel. In my opinion, it's it's more so the captaincy is gonna correct some of the dumb shit he does. Yeah. So as well as him, obviously. When he's on form, him just taking it on himself to, you know, putting like great performances and lead the team like on the pitch. I feel like if he's got an armband, he's gonna maybe think twice about some of the dumb shit he does because nah, it's an added responsibility. So I feel like that's probably why I'd give him the captaincy. Um, but if if I'm not giving the captaincy to Rash, 
then I'm giving the captaincy to Bruno. And I'm, the only reason why I'm saying that is because he's vocal. And, uh, like, it's nothing to do with ability. But sometimes oh. you just need that person that's going to be vocal on the pitch. Because there's a lot of captains in a lot of teams that are not the best player on the team. However, what they are are vocal. And sometimes you just oh. need that. Oh, oh Henderson why is won it? the PFA on, on being... On being vocal, like we actually wait leadership. If, if I look in that dressing room, there is one leader of men, like, and that's Bruno. I can't believe this is even a debate, bro. But Pogba is definitely only one leader of men. I need a poll, and that's I need not a poll. Pogba. Are Pogba. you are you smoking? Pogba is not a leader of men. Pogba is a leader. Pogba, Pogba is a leader. Pogba is a leader. Bro, but this guy who was letting his agent dance, uh, dance oh, our team. Come up. on, come oh, on, man. come on. Come on, come man. On. He's got a shot. You can't have this guy <laughs> leading the club. That's going to say... No, 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 bro, no, 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 let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that they were doing that without, without his, his say-so? He Pogba is. Yeah. Yeah, they... No, Pogba... They, oh, so they were, they were doing it without his say-so? No, no, Pogba was allowing it. Why was he allowing it? I don't know. But because, because he wanted to leave, because, because he wanted to leave, bro. He wanted, he wanted to cut. Of, of course he was so You can't be way. captain. Bro, you can't be captain. Listen, Rooney was captain. As soon as he signs that contract, give him that captain's armband. Fact. He's our best player. He's the best leader in the team. And he's, he's, he's just personified. He's a... Bro. He's just the captain, bro. Nah, 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 nah. nah. We're not looking at Harry Maguire. We're not looking at Harry Maguire. We're not looking at Bruno Fernandes, bro. Fernandes has been on the for six months. And let me tell you something, yeah. Let me tell you something. But the narrative suits for Bruno, so it doesn't matter that he's scoring penalties. Apparently, he's putting in a 10 out of 10 every week. And nah, that's but bullshit, bruv. Bruno has been poor for a month and a half now. I hear you with the, uh, with the performance. And even in games, not... exactly. So, so how can you talk about... So how can you talk about not... Pogba's got to perform first before you give him a captain's arm? No, no, no. I'm doing when... it on leader, leadership qualities. Bro, how can you argue Bruno being a better leader than Pogba, bro? I need this on the poll. I agree with Steve. I think Bruno is a better leader than uh, Pogba because Bruno, like, he was literally the leader for for his team um, in Portugal. Like, he was Bro, bossing it. Leading, he was sport, leader. leading sports in Lisbon and leading flipping Manchester United is completely different. It's not. If you've got it, if you've got it, if you've got Leading sport in Lisbon and you have it, you have it. Fabian, Fabian, Fabian Delph, Fabian Delph, Fabian Delph was in the, the city dressing room schooling everybody and everybody was listening because he Bro, was a leader. You think, if you have man, it, you have you it. Think man, you think man aren't sitting there thinking what the fuck is this? They weren't. They were about, engaged. People know. Were, if you have it, you have it. Allow it, man. If you have it, you have it, Fabian Delph, bruv. He can't tell Aguero nothing, bruv. Aguero was just looking at man. No, Aguero was like, yeah, yeah. Aguero was like, a girl was like, yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. A girl was, a girl was interested, bro. A girl was interested. You knew what, man. Bro, I'm not, I'm not hearing that, bro. 
see, you know. This isn't right bro, now. I can't. I, we I can't. Poll. We got a poll to do. Bro, bro. Nah, I Tim, I want your head on the stick, it, bro. This bro, my ludicrous. head on the stick. You're gonna lose that poll. Bro. This is ludicrous, fam. We you will lose ludicrous. that poll. We're doing a poll. We're doing a poll. We'll you will lose that poll, Bruno. Captain over Pogba. By the way, I need context. Hey, I need context. When he signs the contract. Yeah, I thought you made that clear. Contract, right? If contract. if it's before contract, then no, because okay. he hasn't committed to the team. But when Ooh, I see he's fully committed, dash him that arm back paper. quick, quickly, Bruh, quickly. Get Maguire off that. Get I think, I think you, so. No. It's unanimous that we don't want Maguire to have it. Okay, I, I hear that. I hear that. All right. Imagine yeah. Maguire lifting a trophy for us, bro. It's, it's good that we've been knocked out of all them cups, to be honest with you, bro. Imagine Maguire lifting <laughs> our trophy, bro. Oh, look, worse than Obama Young lifting that FA Cup, bro. <laughs> Probably just that upside down or some shit. That's a clown. Uh, so the season's Maguire done. Out, the man. season's done. The season's done. Three semi-finals, third place in the league. Is that good enough for Man United, Elijah? Is that good enough? Um, from where I expect us to finish and what I expect us to do, it's been a decent season. But I mean, there's some there's some glaring flaws that are there, man. I, I feel like our attack is almost there. I feel like if we do get this Sancho deal done, and then we maybe get a Grealish type player. It doesn't have to be Grealish, but a, a Grealish type player that someone. Someone that we could bring on in situations like yesterday, where we need someone like like um, like a matter to, to come on, but we have someone who can actually play for long periods of the game that and whose social I, I, I actually trust. Um, I feel like our attack is almost there. That midfield, I cannot. The only person I trust in the midfield is Pogba, really, and even then. It's a bit shaky because of who he needs to part, who who he needs as a partner. I mean, that midfield is just scary. It it is it, scary because the fact is, Fred, he could he he runs around and he does get in a few interceptions, but he opens up the midfield too much with the way he plays. He's not disciplined enough, and he needs extra protection behind him. So playing Pogba and Fred together is not good. Matic can play one game a week and even then it'll stretch it and even then it's going to do that for like a good three, four months and the less said about McTominay, the, the better. Um, the defence is just the scary to be honest and I'm not even sure what we're going to do with that because, I mean, I don't see us making, in, making enough reinforcements where we get to the defence to be honest. And I feel like that is the weakest area of our team, despite spending 130 billion on there last summer. Um, and I just can't, like, I can't trust that defense at all. So I think our, our best way for next season is just to try and get our attack right, so we're able to score loads of goals, just to compensate for the fact that our defense is really poor. But um, this season. I mean, there's been a bit of progression. I don't see any progression t- like tactically. I think I feel like we just started playing better players towards the end, so we just got better results. Um, menta- mentality, what mentality-wise, we're just weak. We're just a very weak team. Like the game versus Southampton, 
just just showcased it in abundance. And then the Chelsea game, we had a bit of adversity with the two two centre backs clashing, and then we just crumbled from there. Yesterday, we missed a few chances, and then we just looked like we crumbled from there. It's, it's just a bad, it's just a bad, it's just bad signs. And so, like on the whole, it's been decent. I'm really, truly, I'm not too impressed, but. It was a season where we just had to get our objectives. Objectives we got it, and now it's just imperative that we have to improve. It's the most important. It's the most important summer that we've had in ages. Where if we don't get this right, then the board are completely at fault because we have a manager there that is not good enough, and he like we are desperate for quality just to cover up the fact that. We can't defend and our coach isn't good. So if we do not get the signings that we need, then it will be peak. Like we can't go into a season relying on Greenwood. Like we just can't because he's 18, he's about he's gonna turn 19, and I don't want to run the boy into the ground. Like he we need help, we need options off the bench. We need we can't be bringing on James and Nagalo and no matter to save our games like it's ridiculous we like as much as people talk about our, our defense we need offensive we need offensive sign because there's only so long that people won't be able to clock the fact that we can only play through the center of the pitch and we have no width like we need we need offensive sign and so it's so it's so imperative that we sign properly this summer um and yeah I mean, yeah, to be honest, I'm actually not too impressed with the season, to be fair. I mean, the, the, the semi-finals we got to, we didn't really face anyone too tough until we, we got there. And then we faced good teams and we got, in each one, it was just a lack of, yeah, it was just a lack of any just now just to get through. And it just shows, um, yeah, it, I'll give the season a, like a five or six out of ten. There's more to working from home than emails. So you need Wi-Fi with reliable speed, the most in-home coverage, and built-in security. You need Xfinity XFi. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Um, oh, you were so bleak. I'm going to see one or something like that. You were the guy in there, and he gave it a fag at the end of it. <laughs> uh, so, what do you think about that? You... You with a large five out of ten, only took us from six to third, right? Um, I'd say the season overall, like at the start of the season, if you would have given me this, I would have taken it, uh, because uh of where we were at. Actually, no, not maybe not, maybe say like September, October, I would have probably taken it, um, because of like how we were playing, where we were, where we were at. Uh, Pogba out and to be fair at certain times of the season I, I didn't know where we was going to end up like I was absolutely rattled at certain times of the season and it was even um, so at, at a certain point it was like I don't think we'll get top four so if you gave me this at the start of the season I would have taken it however as the season progressed and we saw uh, you know the multiple opportunities we had to get into the top four, and we we fluffed that. We saw it was in a you know semi final of um you know three cups, and um I say the Chelsea one was more tactics. Um, why we lost that, 
the one today, I mean, sorry, the one yesterday, uh, um, sorry, the, well, it's going to be two days away uh, when this comes out. But uh, that one was more so um, not taking the chances. We should actually be disappointed. should be disappointed because um, there were things there uh, for us to win. And through mistakes, whether that be management or players, we, we faltered. And it, we actually had the quality. But again, we just didn't turn up on the bigger stage. So for me, just because we got to the semi-finals and we finished third, it's a fake third, but we finished third, um, I'd probably give it like a six. A six, okay. A six is better than a five. Obviously, Mr. Oli, Mr. Oli, Oli, not Oli, Oli out is Timmy. What would you give it? You're going to give him an eight, yeah? Nah, brother. Um, contrary to everyone else, that like, I was always quite confident that we'd finish in the top four, but that's only because I just think, apart from City and um, Liverpool, everyone else is crap. Like, <clears throat> obviously, Leicester built this um, this lead in third place, so I was solely just banking on finishing above Chelsea. Um, I was looking at their run-ins and their fixtures and that, thinking, yeah, like they're going to slip up at some point. This is pre-COVID, post-COVID, like, or pre-lockdown, post-lockdown, whatever. Um, I'd always thought we were going to get top four. So when we ultimately got top four, like, I'm not calling it third, I'm calling it top four, right? When we ultimately got top four, I wasn't surprised. So, but then the fact that we went on two... Um, two serious cup runs, three serious cup runs even. <clears throat> All right, we got knocked out by City, which over two legs, we'll probably get knocked out by them more times than not. But then um, we got dismantled by a Chelsea team that we beat beaten three times this season already. Um, and then in the cup that everyone was really banking on to secure Champions League when they weren't sure if we'd, if we'd get top four or not. We just got pammed out in the um, in the semi final, and it wouldn't have made a difference. It wouldn't have made a difference if we'd have finished fifth. We'd have still gone out yesterday. We would have gone out. So then that would be again another season with no Champions League, right? I don't think Oli deserves credit for getting us to three semi finals. Why couldn't we win any of them? League Cup, FA Cup, um, Europa League. Why couldn't we win any of them? We've been favourites for the Europa League all season, by the way. All season. There's not been one team that's been favoured over us. We get knocked out in the semi-final. Um, FA Cup, we get battered in the FA Cup. Absolutely battered. Not good enough. Like I said, um, City, we can hold our head up because we beat them in the second leg and over two legs, not many teams are expected to beat City. That one, mm. I don't really blame them too much for. Um, in the league, um, correct me if I'm wrong, how many games did we lose? 12? I mean, it was double digits, so we didn't draw many. It was either win or lose when, when you played Man Elijah, you're on mute, bruv. Uh, you're saying something. You're on mute. Oh, did we lose eight or something? I think we drew a, I think we drew a lot. Oh, we drew loads. Okay, we cool. Drew a lot. Oh, so, what, what I do know, what I do know is that out of 19 home games this season, we won 10. And we drew seven and we lost two. And the two losses were against Burnley and, and Palace. Palace. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we've, we... lost, so, so we've lost two games at home against two poor teams. 
we've only won 10 games. We've drawn seven. Off my head, I can remember drawing with Liverpool, or we should have beaten them. Drew with Arsenal, we should have beaten them. Um, beat City, beat, beat City, Chelsea. beat City, beat Chelsea. Beat Spurs. Uh, beat Spurs. And then, Drew so, with all the yeah. Drew, with, Drew with Southampton, Drew with West Ham. West Ham. Um, Drew with Aston Villa. Drew with Villa 2-2. And we've gone ahead in, in, in all those games that I've mentioned. Apart from West Ham, we were ahead, by the way. Yeah. We were ahead against Liverpool. We were ahead against Arsenal. We were ahead mm-hmm. against um, Southampton. Uh, Elijah, who, did you, who else did you say, bro? Uh, Villa, Villa, Villa. We were ahead against Villa. Yeah, we were. You we were, were ahead against Villa. Oh, um, no, we lost to um, Palace. So these games that we, we drew like, are games that we should have been winning. So anyway, the point I'm trying to make is our home form, 10 wins out of 19, that's just over 50%. That's a diet, bro, for Man United. What? We should be winning 15 games at home in a season. Mm. That's a diet. I'm not... Bro, it took us 66 points to get third place. 66 points was where last season? Fifth? Sixth? Yeah, fifth, I think. Fifth. I'm not praising, I'm not praising this guy for getting lucky that everyone else was as bad as we were. I'm not praising him for that. Mm. Well done, you made three semifinals. Well done, you made three semifinals. But, bro, close one out. Close your mm. league out. Close the FA Cup out. Bro, the fact that Arsenal, knocked out City, should have given these men the impetus to go, what? Chelsea and Arsenal? What? Put our name on that mm. trophy now. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because we should be slapping both those teams. Now, look, we've got Arsenal fans laughing about winning a trophy, and we haven't. We've got three semifinals, we didn't win nothing. Anyway, long and short of it, season was a five out of ten, only because we did the bare minimum, literally. Top four was mm. the bare minimum. That is an average season. Yeah, Performances minimum, were shit minimum, as well. The minimum requirement. Bare minimum. Not even, it's not even like you know anything I mean? to be celebrated. Stevie, I'm going to come. <laughs> I'm gonna, Stevie, I'm going to come to you. Also, I, want, I, want, I want you to come through and talk about what could change. Obviously, I think the consensus is of a poor season. We know that. But what do we need to do, particularly looking at the transfer market, what do we need to do to transform our season to take us from third to higher up the table? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try to avoid the monologue scene since it seems to be like the theme <laughs> of this right now. <laughs> um, but basically, yeah, I mean, I agree with most of the stuff people have said. Um, I think next season we've got a problem in that Chelsea have strengthened a lot. Um, and so in order for us to at least... Um, level our league position we've got to go out and do the business in the transfer window and Sancho doesn't look likely um, at the minute anyway so I think we've got a real concern with our fullbacks I think in the modern day game you can't have two fullbacks who can't attack do you know what I mean it means that our attacks are all focused down the centre and it's a bit too predictable so if Aaron Wan-Bissaka is going to be our right back then at left back we've got to have someone that can at least attack do you know what I mean um I think centre-back as well, yeah, we've conceded many less goals this season, but it almost reminds me of the season where De Gea uh, was amazing and we conceded few goals. We still look leaky at the back, so I think we need a centre-back as well. And then going forward on the right-hand side, Greenwood, as amazing as he is, he's not a right-winger, so it doesn't affect the play of the game as much as you'd like from a a proper right-winger. So I think someone has to come in to that position so that Greenwood can be coming off the bench, maybe on right wing, maybe for Martial. Um, and then we just need options off the bench. You look at um, yesterday's game, 
86 minutes when we were making our subs because our, our bench is absolutely dire. So I think left back for me, um, centre back, um, and then two forwards, but ideally a right winger as well. Do you have the budget? Obviously, Corona, Corona's happened. Money's tight. No, no ticket Bro. revenue. Do you have the money? That's why rumours today is that Man United are looking at Douglas Costa. What do, you, what do you guys think about Douglas Costa? No. I'm, I'm, if we get Douglas Costa, I'm done. I'm done. Out of here. Oh my God. I can't. Nine years old. Listen, if, Doug, if Douglas Costa is coming to shine Sancho's boots, then bring him. <laughs> then bring him. Listen, if we, if, if we get Sancho, if we get Sancho and then they say we're getting Douglas Costa as well, I'll be fine with it. Yeah, or Douglas if Douglas Costa's a good player, bro. If we was gonna get, bench, bro. we got Daniel we, James coming off the bench. If we was going to get Douglas Costa, why don't we just get William for free? Like they're literally similar players. Like and I would Douglas rather. Is always injured. Yes. So I would have preferred to just get Willian if this is what we wanted to do. Like if this was a strategy. Again, as um, Timmy said, if it's a bench thing, I'm happy with that. But if it's bro- coming to start, yeah, Woodward, yeah, we, we need to have some words, man. Trust you me. know who I think? I think we should go in for um, what's his name, Sa, uh, as a bench man. Yeah. I'm on that. No, no. Uh, PMP. Watford, Watford sir. Oh, sir. Yeah, Watford. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I have Watford. Sir on the bench. Oh, well. I have Sir as well. Sir can start games as well. Uh, I'll be happy Saar, if Sir starting good. games. And he must be available at a cut price, so I think he's good. Nah, nah. They, want, they want money 40 back million. for him. 40, 45. 40 million. Bruh. What? Mm. He just got relegated. Yeah, yeah bro. They want the money in it that they spend on These teams need money as well. They spent thirty million on him last summer. They and then you got and then you got to think about he's probably signing on for his wages. They yeah, just probably yeah. would have made their money back. Yeah, like they, from what they, they spent money on back. Him. Yeah, so I, I I get it, but yeah, um, just to go on what um you said, um, in regards to do we have money? I, I've asked uh, asked I've been speaking about United haven't got, got money for the last three years. I've been saying that we are we are the king of tricking the whole world in regards to our money. It's because we, even though we make, we were, or I think we might still do make the most revenue, um, our club is treated as a business. So off the field activities is, is what matters and also servicing um, the Glazers is what matters. So in regards to us, people say, oh, yeah, you spent 150 million, you spent 200 million. That is literally a fraction of what we can spend or what we should be spending. United actually have the capability to spend several hundreds of millions because of our revenue, and we will still be in um, the FFP guideline. But because the Glazers treat the Glazers treat this as a business and not really focus on um you know, the, the, the on-field activities and whether we're successful fast enough or not, that's why we always do drips and drabs, 150 there, 150 here, 150 there. And in this modern era, how long, how, where does 150 take you? Um, it takes you nowhere. Half of that goes on one player and then... Nowhere, bro. Well, post-Fergie, well, apparently what they spent, what, 700, 750 million? 750 million and... They're not being tight. That's not tight. But look at the average. It's per season. Look at the average of, of yeah, how much Yeah, but we is. spend more than everyone in the league, bro. Like, yeah, we're but not, that's we're not, nothing. Bro, we're not, we're not, bro, we've got money in it. Like, we've got yeah, money. Yeah, it's I not get about that. It's where we want to spend the money. 
United are not looking to spend what we need to spend on transfers. Like no, what we, we need are. To spend... We're just we're just spending irresponsibly. No, we're spending it's not very that. irresponsibly. It's, it's, it's not that. It's literally United. Maguire is irresponsible. Yeah, That's no, but it's 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 not that. It's like we could have obviously been successful if we bought better players. However, we do have a budget every season, whereas we shouldn't. As in, we have enough revenue to not have a budget. That's what I'm basically saying. We have enough revenue to not have a budget, but we do have a budget and we have a max of how much we'll spend. And if a marquee nah. player is available, we will always go above that because it's a, uh, it's a fucking... Um, like, it looks good, do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. If a marquee player is available, United will always do it. However, usually United have a budget or like a quota of how many players they want in, how much revenue, because we, you've got to think about it, of how many loans the Glazers have taken um, out um, on United. And they are literally using our business just to get more money and spend elsewhere. That's why you have to think that like all of this money we have, is just not available for us to spend in transfers. Like that's why we keep doing this free in free out shit because really and truly, if I told, if I ask everybody, how many players do you want or how many players, not even do you want, how many players do we need right now? You will say five or six. Mm-hmm. We will only get three. And that's the problem. So who should have free yeah, be? Think, who should have free be? Who should have free yeah. be? We always get we always months. Like we're always going in for terrible deals. Like you look at City, they've just signed um this winger, my man Torres from Valencia at what like 25 mil. Bayern have gone and copped um Sane for for I can't remember how much it was. I think it's in the 50s 50, or the 60s. 50, 50, 50 60 million. We've bought Aaron Wambisaka for 50 million. We've bought Fernandez for 60 when we could have got him for 48. And we've got Maguire, let's not even get into him. So, like, we need to address how much we're spending on these players. I don't know if it's just because of this premium British talent that we're buying, but we just keep getting bumped in the transfer market. And other teams are not doing so, so somebody's got to address this as well. So, I think there's a dual problem there. One, we're not spending the money that we're getting in. Um, and two, we're not spending it wisely either. Who would be the three that, let's say it was three, it probably is, you can't get the four, five, six players that you probably want, very after ration. Who would be your three and why? Open to the floor. Sancho. Grealish. Yeah. 180. (laughs) What is it within budget? No, I'm I'm just saying, that's one of them. Sancho is about 100 M. Grealish, 80 M. So one eighty. Fam, I can't, I can't, pin, I, I can't pinpoint any other player than, than Sancho. So Sancho Partey, cool. Thank, well, yeah, bro, I feel, I feel like, center, I feel like, I feel like centre back is more important than DM now. You know. You think so, yeah? Brother, I, I think so <laughs> now, man. That, that from can't defend, fam. So, so I'd go, I'd, 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 I'd honestly go right wing, right wing centre back and left back now. I've, I've been saying centre-back from early. Centre-back is, for me, centre-back Centre back and left-back now. I know we need a DM. I know we need more reinforcements at centre-midfield. I know we, I know we do, but... Oh, bruv. Oh, fam, look at, look at the, the errors for yesterday's goal and goals, and, and that will tell you that. Centre-back. Centre-back might be more important than a right-winger, bro. I've been saying it... Since you did that, centre back is Centre back is number one. Mm-hmm. You can't have Lindelof in that defence. Bye. I don't know. It's imperative. Trust bro. him. 
or he doesn't come too regularly. But the, the, it's, 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 the you, problem you is there are there are no good centre backs that are available about. No, we could get a Pemba. Leipzig. 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 That guy is so average, I'm telling I you. Bro. Don't, don't nah, let, nah, don't nah, let nah. the game against Atletico fool you, bro. No, nah, he's solid. I'm telling you. What are you man saying about Twanzebe? Does anyone think he can step Injured, up? man. He just gets injured. Like, yeah, I think man. he's a good player. Man, he was sick. He was sick at Villa. Very, Injuries. very good at Villa. When he was on capabilities. For the season. Fam, use him, use him as make weight for Grealish, man. I don't care. I'm heartless, bro. Whatever needs to be done, let's get it done, bro. Let's get it done. I'm here for that, you know. I'm here for that. Let's get it I wouldn't mind Ooh. grabbing a young Lewis Dunk or something. Like, no. Oh, nah. 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 Bro, loud this <laughs> man here exotic names and they think that... Bro, I please just watch a season of Leipzig, bro. I, bro I'm telling you. This guy... He's okay, bro. He's Koulibaly Jr., bro. And that guy's air as well, bro. I'm telling you. Man, hear these names. They don't watch. They hear. And then they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want them more. They might, they might see a two-minute, 20 video clip on, on Twitter and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on, man. Yeah. Two, minutes is, two minutes is all you need, fam. <laughs> two minutes, 20 could make McTominay look like the best player in the world. Fact. So... Let's just take time, bro. I think I think there are I think there are a couple I think there are a couple good centre backs in um in Spain that um are at smaller clubs that probably we could look at you know like um that severe defender I know I know he's given away two penalties in the semi-finals of um in the semi-final but I've if let man finish. I don't want to let me finish for some reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Flipping um. I've um I've heard good things I, I, outside United because I didn't even watch him against Wolves outside United I haven't seen him and to be completely honest with you like I don't think he had a terrible game yesterday like they was getting in in the way of everything and the penalty although it definitely is a penalty like Rash got his shot off too quick because if Rash doesn't get his shot off that quick then the guy blocks the shot in it so t- maybe timing's a bit off and everything there but he looked he looked okay to me like I don't look at him and think. He's he's not as good as Lindelof or Maguire or even Bailly, to be completely honest with you. So I wasn't impressed though. I there's think, um, um, uh, uh, Michael. What what, what what three players would you take? Because you asked us what what three. Yeah, I for? think I think we I think centre back is first. I, I think it's, it's it's difficult to pinpoint who. That thing like, do you go for you for experience? Because mm. you know you want to go for you if you want to go for experience. They're kind of buy you at Napoli, but then at Napoli had a poor season. Um, he's 29 oh, as well. Fuck's sake. Yeah, that's the Martinez, thing. He's old. Martinez just scored for Inter. Oh, oh shit. What a, what a banger. That's true. Yes, um, I don't even care no more, bruv. I want Lukaku to win Europa League, bruv. No, we no. need a centre-back. Do you know what I mean? Names is a difficult one, but uh, somehow these United, they use their worldwide scouting network to find someone who's ready to come play centre-back for Man United or as you say you go to one you, you look at someone younger in the league maybe a James the brother from Burnley he's got a Polish sounding surname uh, oh, Tarkovsky yeah something like that some, someone who's Premier I swear you should play for United no 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 that's McNeil that was McNeil oh okay someone like that and then I think we need a DM uh, the, obviously, the party. Every, every we've been talking about party. He's got a release clause. No one, no one's activating it. And we need a left back. I'm, I'm centre back. 
DM and left back. Just get the foundation solid, and then because the attack is the attack is the, our best part in it. So we just need mm. to pull out the fence. That, that's what I like to build from the back. So that's what I would do in it. How um that Calvin Phillips at Leeds? How much is he going for? It's going to cost us maybe 30 or 40 just because um, Leeds have just been uh, promoted. promoted. So, yeah. But if Leeds, are taking, if Leeds are taking a 25 mil for him... No, it's not um, going to be 25 yeah. I'd, But I'd, no, I'm saying if, like, I'd be open to bringing him oh, in. Oh, come on, like, man. He's a big boy. He's a big baller. I, I, that's one of the players I've been looking at in the championship. Like another man that can just come under Matic's wing slightly. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I'd, start him, like, I'd start him. I'd start him off yeah, of course, yeah. like right he's, got, he's, got, well. he's got the legs and that. Like I'd bring, I, I would, I'd, I'd bring him in because, um, like I said, we said, like he's been good for Leeds, like consistently as well. Yeah. Just, um, ever since uh, my man came in, Bielsa. Um, Bielsa came in. So like, if we're looking, if we're looking at like cost-effective signings, like I'd look at Reid and Valencia as well. They're managing no money. Who's their left back? Kaya is the one. Guy oh, is the one. We could probably grab him for a young 18 mil, grab Calvin guy, for a young 25, then throw everything else at Sancho. And that would uh, be a good guy. Calvin Phillips, with that English premium, there's no way we're getting him under 30. And plus, plus it's Leeds as well. Leeds. Oh, no, no, yeah, they no, won't sell no prem, no prem experience. COVID. Yeah. Like, Le- I think Leeds. there's definitely, there's different, like, he's not, we won't, we won't have to pay 40 mil for him. I think a 35 max. I think Leeds will demand so, so yeah, much. I agree. I yeah. think Leeds, the fans, Leeds demanded 30 million for us for Rio b- b- back in 2002 just because it. Rio was, was tops. Us. But Rio but was tops. But yeah, 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 yeah. He just yeah, made yeah. semi final Champions League. Like, yeah, let's yeah. please respect Rio. No, 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 no. But I'm saying Leeds made sure that. They got as much out of us because they were in. They needed so much yeah, money. Bro, but they made, but bro, they made sure Rio, that they rinsed us. Can't, you can't use you can't Rio and use Calvin Phillips. Calvin Phillips is nobody in this in, in, no, in the no. scheme of things in this world of football, bro. You know no, what I'm no, saying? No, no, Rio no. was was gonna be one of the best centre backs in world football. Like we could all see, he basically was already one of the of best centre backs in world football. Do you know what I mean? So of course, but Leeds, Leeds, there was no way that. There's no way that Leeds will ever sell for us at a cut price like 25, 30 minutes, especially as they've just come back back, back as a prem mm. and it's us. We, we they. There's no the thing. The thing is with um, a signing like Calvin Phillips is there's no guarantee that he's gonna come and set the prem on fire. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like he could have a poor season and his stock completely drops. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, if, if if Man United are saying here hold 35 mil, we want him. Yeah. Like it's a like yeah, can I, we I fr- can we or can like because if that's a lot of money for a player that's just come from the championship, no prem experience at all. We've got no clue how well he's gonna do in the prem. Big risk. It's a big risk. I think you I think you I think you'll go for thirty five or forty if you wanted to buy him just because I just double checked the Jack Clark deal to Spurs and that was um between well I think that was between eight and ten million. And Jack Clark is like a young he was a young or is a young Leeds prospect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not as Lewis, not Lewis as, Cook as well. Lewis Cook as well. Um went went to Bournemouth from thing and if I'm not mistaken, he was having a serious breakout season at Leeds before Bournemouth took him. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah so, so like, mm. and like he was basically Calvin Phillips before Calvin Phillips, a bit further forward. But yeah, like, and I don't know how much it was, maybe seven million. Was it? I thought it was more, more than that. Yeah, a good shout, bro. I, we'd have, I'd have to check it, but like, it's not as if Leeds aren't a selling club. And okay, they might sell, they might want more for United, but like, no one's stupid. Like, a player that's never played in the Prem before, like, no one's going to push 40 million for my man. Like, it doesn't make no sense to me anyway. Like, we all think he's he's um, a, a great player. Like we all think he could be top quality, but it could go like it literally could go one of two ways. Remember how Pookie started the season? Everyone was like, "Yeah, this guy is lit, rare, rare, rare," and then he didn't score for like twenty games, bro. True, true. No, you know it's a I step mean? up. It's a step like, up. So it's a risk, and you need to factor that in. I just, I just think Leeds are in like no. I don't think any um, championship team coming to the Prem are in no position to say no for that price oh, for cool. one of their star players if if they've never played Prem ball before. If he's already had a season in the Prem and he played well, like someone like Grealish, like let's say Aston Villa came back into the Prem off the back of Grealish's um, thing, off the back of Grealish's season this season, like obviously you're going to demand big money from him because you know he can play in the Prem, you know what I mean? But we, don't, we haven't seen that with um, Calvin Phillips yet. It's an interesting one. I don't think we've been linked to him, isn't it? And a few, to be honest, one of the list of questions, I know we're going to go into it now, one of them was, who would you sign this summer that no one's really linked United with? So that one, Calvin Phillips, you kind of answered that already. And that that guy did mention Guy up before left back, so that's a good shout. But one of the, kind of one of the regular topics in these listeners' questions is basically Oli. And one of the questions basically says, how long do you see Oli staying? I don't see him taking us any further and see us part with him within two, three years. Uh, I know what Timmy will say, so let's go Stevie. What are we saying about Oli? Yeah, you know what? I really wanted to believe in Oli. Um, I think he's done some good stuff um, this season, getting rid of the deadwood that we had, um, obviously propping up Rashford and Marshall um, for their best goal-scoring seasons and He's brought Greenwood into the squad as well. So the guy's done some some good stuff. Um, but towards this back end of the season, I've just seen, I'm struggling to see like a real style of play, even with the players we've got now. Um, and I'm struggling to see in the crunch games, us really take, um, take the performance and take the onus to teams that are actually better than us. It seems we're, we're managing to do better than these deep block teams now. But when we're up against better teams in Sevilla, in Chelsea, in Spurs, um, we didn't get any of those victories. So I don't know if this guy's a serial winner that we need at the club. I think he's done enough um, and he's done a decent enough job. Boy, Poch is still available. We need to be looking at them options now, man. Um, what are you saying? Pochettino this summer? Would you make the switch? Um, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest Poch fan. Um, I do obviously respect what he'd done at Spurs and rebuild but I feel like um, we really need to get like a coach coach one of these new like these new generation coaches um, if if United are going to constantly go on with the same transfer strategy somebody that's going to come in and improve what we already have um, as mm. well as implementing a new style of play um, an attacking style of play and just somebody who's going to teach us how to even like press more because 
um, I was saying on the Discord, it may not even be an Oli thing because Oli doesn't do the coaching. It's literally Carrick and McKenna that does the coaching. However, Oli still has to bear the brunt of responsibility because he's the manager. Um, Oli's done his job. And Oli's job was to get rid of the dead wood and steady the ship. Now it's time to advance that and get a coach who's going to improve players and somebody who, you know, um, yeah, just gives us a new style of play, man. So I don't okay. know who that would actually that would probably be um um is that Julian Nagelsmann? Nagelsmann. Oh the manager. Yeah, yeah. I like his style of play, it's really, really cool. And I like um the Ajax's manager's style of play and uh Dortmund. Okay. All right, well I know I know what he's gonna say, but join this a question here, it's, it's on Oli as well Oli as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna show it to me. It says is Oli being judged too harshly by our fan base? He's not an astute tactician, but his player development and squad building skills have shown so far to be quite good. Timmy, what, what are you feeling? Is he right? Are we judging him too harshly? Nope. He's a manager of Manchester United Football Club. It's not, bruv, what more is there to say? You manage Man United, you're going to be under intense scrutiny. Like, mm. we, judge him, we judge him accordingly. This ain't mm. nothing new. Moyes got it, Van Gaal got it, and Mourinho got it. This ain't nothing new. Bro, you manage United, bro. You manage United. <laughs> I love the way you're not even shaken by the question. Like, bro, like, there's levels to this. <laughs> Elijah, Elijah, what are you saying? Oli out, Oli in, what's going on? I mean, I've never been his biggest fan. Um, I, don't, I, I don't think he's good. Um, what he has done, as Sebi said, he's gotten rid of the Deadwood. So I feel like he has an idea of what a United player should be. And I think for too long, we have allowed crap players just to stay because they weren't the biggest concern. And we'd had top players that weren't performing. So it was that thing of, we can get them out and try and replace them. Whereas now, just bums are being clear, cleared out. And that's the most important thing because... Like I've always said, you're only as strong as your weakest link. So, if as many good players as we have, if we have one bad player who can fuck up for us, then it's not good enough. So, I feel like he's done well in that regard. Um, I feel like in terms of the offensive players, he has really helped um, in terms of not so much. I think he's just the mentality of getting into boxing, getting more goals. You see it with Martial. Post lockdown, especially, he's been getting into more dangerous areas, making better runs. We saw with Rashford earlier on in the season, just more focused in terms of getting the ball down and actually trying to commit his full back and not just kicking it forward and just running. Actually trying to commit his full back and running past him and getting past players and getting off more shots. Um, outside of that, he's not done much. Um, his recruitment has been his recruitment's been okay. I'll give him half a mark for Wambasaka because he for me, Wambasaka's a good right back, but it's not you utilizing well. Bruno's been really good. Um Maguire, you know, and James shouldn't even count as a footballer in the first place. Um so I mean yeah, I mean not he he, he's just not good, but what I do like about Solskjaer is that he has the right ideas. And this is the first time I've seen a manager come to United 
and actually try like we're getting to a point where where we're getting where a reckon where we're almost a recognizable team and i think that's important but i i don't see him being the guy to push us over the edge and he's never been that guy to me tactically i think we're shocking i think we're so bad tactically because we're just so easy to play through and it makes me sick it really makes me sick how easy it is just to get to our final third it's so easy Our, our press is so shit it's awful like it's just one player going and then the rest of them don't even back him up properly. It's not good enough. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's just not good. We need we need another coach. I mean, he'll probably get another season, but yeah, he's not good, man. So it sounds like we need another coach. We need five, six more players. <laughs> we, we, we need a lot. <laughs> we, we, we need, like, we're almost at a point where like a section of, of our team is as good as it should be for United's level. And that's our attack. We're almost there. Apart from that, we're not a good team. We're just not a, a good team. And then that's just in terms of ability. In terms of tactically and just the, our mentality, it's bullshit, man. It's just bullshit. Gee, and there you have it, man. There you have <laughs> it. <laughs> what a sorry way to end the season, man. Like a poor defeat, 2-1 defeat. We're saying that we want a new manager. We're saying that we need five, six more players. Lord knows what's going to happen this summer. But who's looking forward to next season? Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to get found out again. Oh, if we don't make the signings, eh, it's... We're going to get cooked in the Champions League. But anyway, 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 we're telling it, but... Anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for listening in. This has been Mugger's End of Season episode. Take care, people. Respect. Respect. Peace. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. There's more to working from home than emails. So you need Wi-Fi with reliable speed, the most in-home coverage, and built-in security. You need Xfinity XFi. That's simple, easy, awesome. 
Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Sports Social Podcast Network. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.